Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 1928, Polarizing Purchases, by Tynan of Tynan.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. Let's jump right into today's post as we optimize your life. Polarizing Purchases, by Tynan of Tynan.com. A new friend asked me how I save money for travel. I get this question a lot in different forms. How did I buy a Ducati? How can I afford not to work? People assume that because I don't have a job that I don't work. How do I travel constantly? These questions stab at the situation, but don't quite skewer the meat of the issue. A more useful question would be, how do you manage your finances such that you're able to do whatever you want? The reason this question is a lot more meaningful is because it takes into account both sides of the invisible seesaw. People notice things that I spend money on, but it's easy to ignore the things I don't spend money on. Let's dig into a few. Number one, I don't buy clothes. I bought an $89 pair of pants last month, which replaced the single pair of pants I've owned since 2009. I have two t-shirts and two pairs of underwear. That's my wardrobe. Years ago, I went clothes shopping almost weekly, rarely leaving without at least $100 worth of clothes, usually Cavalli jeans or shirts. Even if you're not a total idiot like I was, your bottom wear budget is probably higher than $44.50 per year. Number two, I don't buy alcohol. I'm told that most people spend hundreds of dollars per month on alcohol. I find that nearly impossible to comprehend, but so many people have corroborated it that I'm resigned to take it as fact. Number three, I have no debt. Servicing debt makes no sense at all. If you can't afford to buy the car you want in cash, then you shouldn't buy it. It's a depreciating asset. I'd rough it on the bus for a couple months while saving money and then buy a motorcycle or thousand dollar car. Number four, I have no TV. The purchase price of the TV is mostly irrelevant, but I understand that monthly cable or satellite costs can be upwards of $100. And number five, oh yeah, I don't pay much rent. I actually do pay for a parking spot for the RV now, but that costs me only $275 per month. These apparent occurrences of thrift 
clash with other ways I spend money. I pay $110 a month to be a member of a spa in San Francisco because RV showering leaves a lot to be desired. I travel nearly constantly, 10 countries in the past month, for example. I'm seriously contemplating the purchase of $1,000 headphones. And I have a nice motorcycle. In other words, I polarize my purchases. This is because I choose what to buy with value and utility in mind. Most people buy things, subconsciously at least, in order to create a coherent image of status. Think about it. A middle-class family generally has middle-class everything. Middle-class cars like Hondas or Fords. Middle-class clothes like Gap and Abercrombie. Middle-class houses. Middle-class restaurants. How can this possibly make sense? Is there some mysterious phenomenon that causes people to exclusively lap up middle-class goodness as soon as they get their first taste of it? Of course not. Devoid of any serious thought on the subject, people slide into convenient socioeconomic molds. If middle-class Marvin wants a Ferrari, he won't figure out how to buy a Ferrari. He'll think he has to raise his entire living situation up to the level that would normally count a Ferrari amongst its trappings. That's a seriously heavy ball and chain to drag around. Instead, it's better to ruthlessly cut away expenses that aren't important to you and allow yourself to spend money on things that do matter to you. That means that if necessary, you give up on the nice-to-haves in favor of the desperately wants. My desperately wants are mainly travel and technology. I consume in those categories far above average for my relatively low income bracket. When faced with this, people assume that I must be rich, but they don't realize that I have one pair of pants and have never bought an alcoholic beverage. If you were to nix, as I have, all of the items that I listed before, you'd have an additional $1,275 per month to spend on things that you actually care about. Clothes, $50. Alcohol, $300 debt interest, $100, TV, $100, and rent, $725. How you acquire these desperately wants is important too. Fellow passengers on a recent two-week cruise couldn't fathom how five youngsters could afford to pay, and I quote, $3,000 for a cruise plus drinks. We didn't. Each of us paid less than $700, and only one of us bought drinks. We shop efficiently trying to make our desperately wants purchases the lowest possible price for the best possible item. When I shopped for my first motorcycle, I ended up buying a 2003 Ducati Monster 620. Since Ducati is sometimes considered the Ferrari of the motorcycle world, people wondered out loud how I could afford such an expensive motorcycle. What they didn't realize until I told them is that I waited a month looking for the best deal on it and I only paid $2,500. Most entry-level bikes that couldn't keep up with the Ducati and wouldn't turn a single head cost more than that, new or used. If Todd hadn't reduced my sweet motorcycle into a metal abstract art sculpture, I could have sold it for at least a 1000 more than I paid for it. That's the benefit of buying premium items at discount prices. They actually end up being better than free because you pay under market value and they end up holding their market value well due to their quality. Six months ago, I bought an $875 lens for my camera. 
Yesterday, I sold it for $885. So to get back to the initial question, how do I manage my finances to do whatever I want? I do it by making sure that my finances are only obligated to things that I really want. And I give those purchases the consideration and patience they deserve. You just listened to the post titled Polarizing Purchases by Tynan of Tynan.com. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y.com OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear, upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. Tynan reminds me of Ramit Sethi's philosophy of spend extravagantly on things you love and cut costs mercilessly on the things you don't. I also find that when you optimize in some of the bigger areas of your budget, namely housing, transportation, and food, and for the most part, you're resourceful when you do spend money. It's really not a big deal to have a splurge every now and then. This is the peace of mind that financial security can bring. It's nice to know that money is there in situations where you would just really appreciate the convenience of a cab ride, for example. Or you have to because there are no other options. And you know that it's not going to break the bank. I think the key is to not be gluttonous when it comes to paying for convenience. Many of us would always take the cab and never even consider public transportation. The bigger the gap between your income and expenses, the less you need to agonize over these kind of one-off purchases. The thing that matters so much more than an expensive cab ride once in a blue moon is the things you spend money on regularly, especially your fixed costs. If your fixed costs like rent or mortgage, car payment, insurance, etc., are high and you're basically living paycheck to paycheck, then all of your spending on everything else becomes a much bigger deal. And it's probably good for all of us to have a season of life where we grapple with this stuff. It can help us fine tune what we feel is worth spending money on and what isn't. 
That season for me was when I was getting out of debt. I was super aggressive and would walk an hour to get somewhere before I would pay for a cab. While that attitude led me to get out of 30 grand of debt in 11 months, I don't think that level of frugality is sustainable for my whole life. There comes a point where you can relax a little bit and not fret about taking the cab. For me, it was when I reached debt freedom, had a solid emergency fund, and was fully funding my retirement vehicles. And that will do it for today. Have a great day and start to your weekend. Thank you for listening. And I'll be back here reading to you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.